Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Recorded live. John Welcome to the John Paul Show. Dear the beloved. Real talent here today. What sounds like? Welcome to the John Paul Show, brought to you by AdventuresInMinistry.com, where you find all the resources, the website, the app, and everything new and free for ministry. I am Paul. With me, as always, is John. This is the show, and good morning and welcome. Good morning, everybody. We missed you. We didn't get to see you on a Monday uh, to be part of our Monday Night Live show, but we are here today, Paul, to, to get to see everybody. Uh, been a been a long week, has it been? Well, we've, we've had a long... Hello, everybody. I'm worried about I'm, Paul. I everybody. get to see everybody. Hello, everybody. Oh, goodness gracious. It has been a long week. Um, it does seem like a long week. Camp. We went to Camp Wiregrass. We went weekend. to Camp Wiregrass. Um, we froze at Camp Wiregrass. We froze at Camp Wiregrass. We did freeze. Five times. <laughs> everybody says that's the hottest camp around. We froze. No. We froze. It was it was comfortable. Yeah, comfortable. It was cold. <laughs> it was cold. Let's just call it. Podon, Podon, still trying to get over it. I am. I'm sick now. Thanks. Yeah. But uh, we had a good time there. Then we've been in Huntsville for Inspire uh, and uh, Exposure Exposure meeting, which we'll talk about here today. <laughs> Everything. So we have had a busy week, but Paul, we do have a big announcement to to make about uh, Adventures in Ministry, and in particular the AIM app. Yes, Sean, we do. And usually, I tell you what, you know what? I'm feeling so gracious today. I'm going to let you make the announcement. It is so exciting because we've been saying a certain number for years and years, but now we finally can say another number. Years and years, years and, and years. Like we've been stuck there for years. Uh, I mean, it's been, it takes a while to get from. You know, from zero to where zero we're at, to where we're at. Um, but this was it. This morning that we officially crossed it. We knew it was coming. Was it officially this I morning? Think it was, or was it yesterday? Yeah, I think yesterday. Yesterday. Still. Yesterday we have officially crossed the forty thousand download. Forty thousand uh, download of the Aim app. If you do not know what it is, if you do, uh, if you're interested in it, it's where you can get everything on your phone right there from the songs that we sing a lot of time in devotionals mm. and youth rallies. Um, retreats, Bible lessons, all of those things all wrapped up and into one at um, AIM. Um, you can go to your Apple Store or your Android Store, type in AIM, type in actually Adventures in Ministry, right? Adventuresinministry.com. Yeah, not .com. You don't have to do that on the, on the AIM, on the Oh, on I the thought you were talking store. about the website. No, on the App Store. How do you App get Store. It? Oh, yeah. It's, technically, I think you can hit a.i.m.aim. But you also do Adventures of Ministry in a pop-up. Yeah, and it'll pop up there. 40,000, join it. People are using it all around the world. We have gotten messages from uh, that people use it in singings and devotionals all the way in Australia. Indonesia. Indonesia. Um, it has, it's really cool that it's, the world. that it's crossing the world. Um, where were we? We were somewhere, too, the other day when somebody said, hey, pull up your AMAPs. Where were we at? We were at Wiregrass. Was it at Wiregrass? Where they had them around the campfire. It was That's what cool. it was. That's it what was, it was really cool. That's what it was. So it was, it was weird because it's like sometimes when you sing songs, you sing songs and you mumble verses because you don't know them. <laughs> but that wasn't happening there. You know, they have the A map out there. Starting to do that now. They were ready to go. I'm getting old. I can't remember certain things. Can't remember yeah. words anymore. What happens? Uh, but it's cool whenever you be able to use the A map and be able to have it. Uh, it's neat. There's some other big news going on uh, today. You said you listened for the very last time of the Mike and Mike yeah. show on ESPN Radio. It was awesome. I, uh, first of all, I listen to that show every morning coming in uh, to town, um, but the the 
what at what once was the dynamic duo of Mike and Mike. Um, now there is an opening for a duo. It's an opening so for a duo. John and Paul is ready to go. Yeah, we just, just, want, we just want ESPN to know. We want all of you to help, help contact ESPN yeah. and just tell them the John and Paul show will be will love to go. We won't go to Bristol, though. It has to be live from here, from the, the um, great capital of Alabama. Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery. Yeah, yeah it's going to be kind of hard. Because it's what we do. Yeah. Paul, if, if they paid us a million dollars to go to Bristol, I'm going to Bristol. I'd go to Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Everyone in Montgomery, I love, I love you. you. Alabama, but but I go to Bristol for a million. Yeah. So, ESPN, we're waiting. Go ahead and call us. We would love yeah. to have that happen. Uh, Brandon said that they use the app actually in Greece for their devotionals and with the refugees when the refugees were coming over there to Greece. So that's kind of cool. That's awesome. See? There you go. Worldwide. We get a lot of those. A lot of those. Um, yeah. Uh, Daniel Gaines um, and Tiffany, they, they use it a lot. Or they used it a lot when they were, um, they were doing their, um, overseas, doing their mission stuff and uh, sent messages that people had it and it's just it's fun. Where were we? We were somewhere. It was weird. We were something. It wasn't associated with aim or exposure or even ministry in general. But there was someone was singing a song, and I saw someone using that app that I never even thought about even mentioning. You know, it's just out there. It's it's even beyond the church, the the scope of of of, of the church that people um are aware of it and use it. So um, a neat thing that we're kind of dabbling with while we're we're giving stuff and. This podcast brought to you by Pepsi. Um, Pepsi Cherry. Wild Pepsi. Cherry. I'm not a cherry guy. Uh, but they are, we're, we're tinkering with the idea of put, putting together sort of a Pinterest type of an option mm-hmm. with the AIM app to get ideas for retreats and, and locations and themes and things like that. That's number one. The next thing is this isn't tinkering. We're actually working on developing this. Tyler is. Um, is um, a listing option in the AMAP, which if you if you're uh, going on a trip, you can you can have a list. You, you type of a list, you can send to the AMAP, and it's there. So that when you're on a trip, you're on the bus, you're calling out names. It's right there at the AMAP. That's cool. So it's pretty neat. So we're just trying to get every little thing we can do to help. Like Siri for AIM. Siri for AIM. Can we have a thing to? Can can we just have it like a voice come in British or Italian or even Elmo? It could come in the voice of John Paul. <laughs> so, he's stupid. No, we don't know this John Paul show. Yeah. So once again, ESPN, Mike and Mike, you Mike know, and Mike, we're ready to replace them. So we're ready to go. Um, here to answer the call. Answer the call. Um, also, want to tell Paul wants to tell you a little bit about um, uh, the uh, camp that takes place here on campus at Faulkner. That we now have a new date and kind of a new direction with some of the things. And yeah. So, Paul, I think we would like to, to we would like to talk to you about those things. Well, that's a good idea, John. Let's do that. <laughs> what's, what's the day? John Gordon's already given us a prediction for the Iron Bowl. Can we wait? Can we wait till next week? <laughs> we can take all the predictions we want, but let's, let's, let's get through this first, and then we'll talk about okay. that. Okay. Um, so the new date for Inspire and the new uh, focus from the um, – that's funny. Okay. Um, yeah. The new focus no from, pun intended. from uh, Faulkner University side of things is this is an, a an ex, a Faulkner campus experience. Faulkner campus experience. And it is going to be the, the 4th of July week every year. Uh, this year it falls on July 1st through the 5th. And so um, – See, I didn't know the date, so that's why yeah. I was going to let you do it again. <laughs> so that's the thing. Tracy Moore – who preaches at Vera Beach, uh, Florida. Uh, he will be one of our keynote speakers, and Clark Sims also will be speaking uh, later in the week. Clark. So a couple of um, Alabama Christian and or Faulkner alum will be here to kick off the the revamp, the refresh <laughs> of, um, of uh, Inspire Youth Conference. And get more information, all the information, really, you can find at the website at inspireyouthconference.com or iycnews.com. And then on uh, Instagram and uh, and uh, Twitter is IYC News 1-8 for the year. So Woo-hoo. go there and be looking for some, some things, uh, speaker ideas. And I theme is the I am um, uh, statements of Jesus, the seven I am statements. And so um, it's going to be good. Um, <laughs> we have some pretty neat ideas. Um, I am. If you've been there before, just know that we are doing a talent show again, uh, Inspire Idol. And um, we're going to have auditions for that and options for that. And then we're also going to have like a, a family feud kind of thing. And most of the students, oh, it's going to be pretty fun. A lot of crazy things and uh, looking forward to that. Brandon says, that, boo, it's the same week as Horizons. 
is what it is. Brandon, I would love for you to come be a part of this. So, um, so give me a call. We, we need a video guy. <laughs> There's no one better. There's no one better There's out no there one better. videos than Brandon ever. That is absolutely. Like Brandon, I mentioned you yesterday. You may be getting a phone call. There you go. By the way. Helping out a brother. Trying to get you some work. Um, but we do have – We Paul and I have been involved in a lot of events. We also have one event, and we always take one show uh, prior to this event to kind of talk about it, talk about uh, what to expect this year, um, certain things with registration things, and that is Exposure Youth Camp that is celebrating its 20 years. It is the journey. The journey. 20 – I can't even believe we're 20 years doing this. It's crazy, but you measure it by the year of uh, Caitlin. I do measure it on the year so, of Caitlin's birth. I'll never forget. Caitlin was just born, and so she started in 19 and 12 days. Now, let me say this right oh. now. Let me say this right now. If you have a memory or something, a question about Exposure Youth Camp, we ask you to please call us. Let us get you online. Let's talk about Exposure Youth Camp at 724 444 Four, four, and don't forget that ID number is eleven thirty nine forty pound, and we'll get you online and we will talk about exposure. So please do that, and um, that must be done in the, the first I'd say ten fifteen minutes of our show, as we'll be talking about this before we get into the next segment. But please call us and let us know that you are calling yeah. in, or text, or not call us, text, text us John or uh, yeah, and let us know that you're that you're calling in because we won't we won't be able to pick it up. We sometimes there's names or it says guests two in there and we have no idea who guest two is if you're listening or you're watching you can go and put it in the, in the notes there on the show and, and uh, john keeps close tabs on that yeah so let's go ahead and get started and talk a little bit about registration john yeah well you know what was amazing and why, another reason why we're doing this was how many people still had questions and really didn't know a lot about exposure youth camp and what exposure youth camp is yeah and uh i guess you know maybe you have to get through the basics here if it, it's you know December 27th through the 30th, every year in Huntsville. Every year. Yeah. Now, that being said, I think we should go ahead and let them know what's a little different with that this year. Yes. Why do I have to be the one to say the the news? I'll say it. We're not going to meet together on the 30th. Basically, when we finish our worship on on the last night, the 29th, uh, we'll have responses. We usually do. We encourage those. And after those, then we'll um, all sort of take our seats again, or maybe not, just stay where we are, and um, and we will um, show the the preview, the view of the um, the theme for the twenty first year, twenty one. And year. at that point, of course, we'll have team time, but that will conclude um, exposure youth camp. So on the thirtieth, when you get up, you can hit the road. You know, there's no assembly on the thirtieth. So um trying to make it easier for people trying to make it easier for people to be able to get back home and especially we got people driving from Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, people coming from Florida. McCook. Shout out McCook. What's uh, up? We got people driving all and some of some of these people got about a ten hour drive to get back home or more. And so yeah, yeah we want to get them on the road so they're not, you know, leaving Huntsville at noon and getting back at midnight. You know, we want them to get on back and get a at least right. time. Well yeah, Brandon, thirteen hours. So, so there you go, Brandon. Shout out. This is for you. Brandon Edwards. This is the Brandon out. Edwards. <laughs> this is the Brandon Edwards that guy. Um, um, rule that we're doing. That's right. On the the Brandon Edwards. So, uh, yeah. Project. So we won't be there on the 30th. We're going to let y'all get up and leave early uh, to get on out of there. Mm-hmm. This year we have close to uh, 1,900 registered so far. Yeah, we're looking right at 1,900 right yeah. now. We just need 100 more. So let's do that. We're over 1,800. I said we're looking at 1900. Right oh, now. you're trying to get to the 2000. Yeah, we just need a th- 100 oh. more. 100 more. 100 more. I, I still want the 225. Yeah. 2250. Oh, come on. I can do that. Well, Paul, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, some of these, uh, um, some of the things that take place at Exposure, some of the things that, that people can look forward to um, every year during this time, December 27th through the 30th? Well, there's there's two main factors I think that that help out aside from regular worship that we have, which I call it regular. It's not regular. I think it's extra special um, with an extra special song leader um, and an opportunity to do that. Um, it's because like, they're too poor to pay somebody. It's one of those things that that, that, um, that happens. Um, so the, the two things I think that are extra special is the spiritual challenge sessions and team time. I think those two things really set uh, exposure apart from many other events. Um, although I'm noticing, of course, I'm involved in a few of them, I'm noticing that a lot of these other events are starting to have team time, tribe mm-hmm. time, club time, 
and some stuff that oh that's not good um that uh here i'll change with you see if that works for you over there uh for that so the spiritual challenge session basically is um a classroom option um where you will go to a class that um that works that uh you'll you know just i focus on a particular thing like for example um brother alf gilmore will come and he's going to be teaching uh teaching he'll be doing a q a session mm-hmm. um one of the um the professors at for fried hardeman so um awesome guy i mean great guy um been through a lot he and his family in their life but but also um knows the bible um don't know many people that that um know it more but um uh, but he's a very very um smart individual love um, brother ralph and He'll be talking about Q&A. So, well, you'll have an opportunity to have any questions, any Bible questions, any live questions, put in the box, and he'll uh, we'll get to as many of those as possible. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things. One of the rooms, we'll use the worship area for one of our classrooms. We'll also use, um, if you're familiar with the Von Braun Center, um, ballrooms one and two for another session, and then you've got um, three, and f- three, four, and five for um, three other classes, which also includes our singing class. Uh, we'll have a singing class as well. And um, and so uh, that, that John and others will be um, uh, teaching on that, teaching some new songs. Uh, Philip Hines will be coming in and talk about demons and angels. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a great job with that, breaks that down. I will say, um, and I forgot to mention this in the meeting the other day, um, he has two sessions. Um, the, the first session will be about angels, and the second session will be about demons, uh, or vice versa. So it's not he's not covering both in the same session, but... Kind of one of those things where you kind of need them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip has been preaching at um, Hartzell for 38 years. We need to have a show one day talk about longevity and how you stay in ministry yeah. for so long. We need to sit there and have him come on and talk. Yeah, he could do it. <laughs> talk about what in the world's going on. That's a good idea. If we could just get him to understand what social media is and to get through that, I think that would help. But um, but uh, nonetheless, um, he, he does a great job with that. Kyle Bud will be here to talk about um, dollars and cents. Um, you know the, the the offering we do, but also the heart that we use in doing that. Yeah. So um, I think he's also having one on God and Allah. Is that right? If he got one on that too, if I remember right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's um, he's in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and he's doing that each day. A different one each day. So um, and this is kind of neat. Um, you know, our very own Dell Jenkins will be doing a ministry class. Uh, we're calling it I Ministry. And um, this is basically for ministers, elders, deacons, anybody who has a leadership role in the church. Um, he'll have a, um, basically a session, a roundtable type discussion um, with leaders about leadership, about church, and what we can do to, to push us forward. Um, uh, and, 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 yeah. and we want it to be a growing situation in our home congregations. So uh, that'll be good. These are the spiritual challenge sessions. You see where they're, they're focused on certain things. We do have a guys class and a girls class. Uh, uh, Laura G- Jenkins will be teaching mm-hmm. the girls class who has uh, some counseling background there as well and connects well with teenage girls so um, sh- she will uh, be there for that and then uh, Philip Jenkins um, uh, her husband uh, will be um, isn't it funny how you say the wife of the husband mm-hmm. yeah yeah you, you, you did that right man okay yeah that's right <laughs> not every good man is a great woman I'm just saying just all there's to it <laughs> Um, oh, and since boy. we've mis- mentioned those, I want to say something so much let's say something else right now. Um, uh, David Shannon teaching a class on uh, heaven and hell. Uh, obviously, knowing the difference, but understanding the uh, ramifications of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of neat. Um, Kelvin Teamer will be one of our keynote speakers, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, Jeremy Hynote, one of our board members. Both uh, have degrees and practice counseling. They're actually going to be talking about the. Um, I think the things we face in this country, mm-hmm. um, and the, the class is actually called Black and White, but it's sort of the the issues we face and how to right. how to push past um, the the racist tendencies in our country, and um, and uh, looking forward to that. Basically, um, Christians not a color, and we're all Christians of God, and we need to understand that. So that's kind of what we're looking for with that. Uh, Keith Parker, are we talking about spirit and truth? understanding the Bible and, and that what we have is, is from God. And it's not just knowing what the truth is, but knowing how to use it and how to apply it um, to the spirit there. So I pretty much, I think, covers most of those classes. Um, Jeremy Pate, as Laura does the girls' class, uh, Jeremy Pate will teach the guys' class, mm-hmm. some relationships and dating and, and other things that go with that as well. 
Yeah, it's going to be a good time, especially when you have Kelvin and then Clark and David being our keynote speakers, and always they always do a fabulous job. I mean, it's funny because you can kind of see some of the same guys coming back every year because when you look at our our you know people, the messages we hear back, they're like, these are the guys we like, we like them, keep them coming, and and they do, they keep on coming in there. We do have some other things, some interesting things that do take place. Of course, we the first night this year is kind of like we did last year, was kind of a little experiment, so we're going to try to do it one more time. And see if they can get the food right this time. Yeah. We did have a little of the food last we year. Won't. Was uh, hockey uh, that is there, and and I had to mention this because Brandon was telling one of his memories in in the chat room mm-hmm. here. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> he said, "Let's not forget about exposure making onto ESPN for the world's most violent minor league hockey game. <laughs> Nothing like 2000 Christ, Church of Christ teams Two screaming things. for blood. <laughs> Two things here. Number one." Come on, Brandon. Number two, John. Why would you even mention that? Because it was all look, look. That is one of Paul's. Oh, yeah. That is one of Paul's most glorious. What? Moments of all. Don't do that. I did. Let's not talk about that. No one. Let's not do that. I'll say nobody asked for that. I should say, be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah, we do have hockey out there. I mean, seriously, do you really go with hockey games? I mean, do you go to, I can't wait to see the puck go across the ice. Really? Do you really care? Or do you just want to see the puck? Look, how many people in the South really understand hockey? Okay, maybe five, come on, six, seven. When you say South, if you, if you are you South of Nashville? Okay, South of Nashville. I'm just saying. Because, look, Atlanta's had a, had a team for years. Fred Nation. I'm just telling to. you. Fred yeah. Nation. But, yeah, how many people go and actually understand the game? Oh, that's icing. Mm-hmm. That was a good icing call. Good cross-check. Everything good. looks like a cross-check to me when I'm watching the game. It's a penalty, <laughs> but why do they have to put the poor man into a box? Yeah. I do not understand. We're trying to get people out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out of your box. Get out of your comfort zone. Somewhere else. Get out of your comfort zone. Jerry Kelly said that Paul's interns are honored to get to hear that story. <laughs> <laughs> it is a true story. I'm not proud of it. But it's <laughs> Paul, said, all Paul said is we want to see blood. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. I don't. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to lie right now. So I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was funny. Yeah, we do go to hockey though. Mm. But I think the highlight, honestly, the highlight of the week for a lot of people, um, I know for me it is, is um, oh, oh, this would be awesome, oh, Jerry no. Elder. Yes. What? At the hockey game, a one-on-one. Paul versus Dale. Paul Sperling versus Dale Jenkins. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'd be all for it, but Dale's my friend. The fights are fake, aren't they? They're fake. They still like wrestling, right? Do you truly believe they're fake? Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Serious question. Don't look at that for a second. Uh, seriously, do you really think they're fake? What, wrestling? Do you think, no. no. Wrestling is real. Do you think... <laughs> Okay. Do you think the hockey fights are just like wrestling fights? Do you think they're literally just throwing ketchup on the ice? No, I'm not saying that, but they are planned. Do you know what that cost them? That was $25,000. Yeah, but then afterwards they were all hugging each other, drinking Cokes. I'm going to say they were drinking Cokes, <laughs> even though they probably weren't. They were drinking Cokes in the locker room they're together. Cokes. Have a Coke and a smile. Have a Pepsi and a smile. They're like, uh, seriously, so you, you, think, you don't think that was real blood? That was real blood. I mean, do you seriously? I'm asking you a question. That was real blood. I would agree with that. That was real blood. And and we already got trash talking taking place on on this chat. There, everybody, we got some people saying Dale will trash you. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but and I love him, but I would take him. I mean, it's funny because he and I, uh, we kind of go back and forth on um on. I gotta be careful what I say next. You know, because I've lost a little bit of weight, and 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 he and I fluctuate. You've lost like fifty pounds. No, I have not. Twenty-seven. But anyway, we we you know you we go back and forth. So if if I know this is happening, I'm gonna have to put all of it back on because to body check properly, I need to have the mass. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go back and because I, I I work out. Hey, I mean, Dale I'll, got up I'll and ran. What he ran? He came back in and told us he ran six miles the other. Day. He says that, and I'm sure he's not lying. But my goodness, six miles! 
I didn't have time for that. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm lucky if I can run six feet. I get tired just listening to it. Dude, man. They didn't know what's going on at 10 o'clock uh, on Fridays. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm not going to hurt my friend, so that's not going to happen. Jerry Kelly said it's hard to clean up, catch up on the ice with a Zamboni. He's an intern. He would know. He would definitely know. But anyway, let's get back to our exposure topic here and get off our hockey <laughs> yeah. discussion here. Um, the Probably one of the highlights that I oh, that I did. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Hockey. I got to say this. And this has never happened before. This is the first. Are you ready? Sure. And then we'll be through with hockey. Sure. This is the very first interstate, interstate hockey game ever for Exposure Youth Camp because the Huntsville Havoc are taking on the newly refound and refurbished and welcome back Birmingham Bulls. I didn't know Birmingham ever had a hockey. Oh yeah, they did back in the day, and now they're back. They're back. What, so back in the 1960s. So it's like the the Iron Bowl of hockey. Oh, Lord. Go Huntsville Havoc. Haybock. Haybock. Um, now, back to one of our, our highlights. <laughs> that is kind of cool, though. It is yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I guess all the Birmingham churches are going to be cheering for the Bulls. Probably. Kind of weird. And everybody else will be cheering for Huntsville. Um, Havoc. But on the last night, on the 29th, after we finish our worship and get through all that, though, we do have something that kind of started. It kind of started out of nowhere. Um, um, hmm called the Atrium Singing. Atrium Singing. What was it? About five years ago, we just got up there and we said, why don't we just see if we can, and we asked the hotel, they'd shut off the the uh, fountain and just mm-hmm. have people line up there. We didn't know what it would turn into. It was just, it was kind of like a last minute thing. It wasn't even part of, it wasn't even planned. You know, the, the best thing would be if we would have done that before everybody spread out in other hotels. Yeah. You know, but we yeah. didn't. It didn't even happen until halfway into all that situation. So what happens is all those and all the hotels come in to the embassy and they just pick our floor because, or they sit on the outskirts of the underneath. Uh, and that, that's a big thing too. If you come in for the atrium singing, we, we encourage you to get up on a floor somewhere and off the first floor. Mm-hmm. First, first floor is very difficult to do the recording, have the microphone working yep. and problem with the song leader. Um, other sounds coming his direction while he's trying to lead is very difficult. So please get that in mind. But uh, yeah, this past year, this past year, yeah, stinking song there. Um, I think he owns the world. Um, is is how we had over a million uh, views we did. or connections there. Even the then um, governor of Alabama watched. Yeah, the then governor of Alabama. Yeah, he got fired but, like, um, a few months later after yeah, that. That's right. But. Um, but it's a pretty neat thing, and everybody knows it, and there's people all over the world that know what this is in this hotel because of that singing. And I know people who are coming to Huntsville that night just for that, Paul. I believe McCook, Nebraska group, which I think brought four or five last year. They're bringing, I think, ten this year, uh, are here because of that singing. Yeah. Because they saw it on there. Um, cool. We got called last year from uh, Oklahoma. Right, Oklahoma City, oh, yeah. Yeah. and some places like that. Um, even from out in California, I think people were sitting there talking about it. And things, yeah, so, that's great. Um, yeah, definitely we'll do that. So that is our atrium singing that night. Uh, I still remember the first year we did it, Paul, and uh, there were some people in the section over there at um, um, what used to be Ruth Chris over there in a certain um, drinking section that they were sitting oh, yeah. over there, and they were just like, they were just like, wow. You know, at first they're kind of making fun of us, but then by the end of it, they're just like, wow. That Trying was to sing with us, taking yeah. pictures. Yeah, taking pictures yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. The board, the board, the um, the bar just empties. Yeah, and they come in and be part of it. And and, yeah. and that's kind of cool because it also reminds us when we were in Atlanta for our one year in Atlanta, and we were sharing oh, wow. the ho- we were sharing the hotel with the uh, TCU football oh. team for the, they were there for the Chick Fil A uh, bowl game. Yeah. And, you know, some of their people came and joined us. Uh, some of their, their parents were sitting up there, uh, the atrium level up there at the Marriott in, in Atlanta, and they were telling their kids to come on out, come out of the room and come and listen as it was going up at 7,200 uh, floors mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's always one of the cool cool. Did you things. say 7,200 floors? Yes, it's close to that. Tower of Babel, Marriott Marquis, you know, close to each other. Oh, I get it. Okay. I'm just I'm sarcasm. I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. I have sarcasm sometimes. You do, and, and I recognize it usually, but I'm like, oh, on the air. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about some new additions? We can do that. Um, we uh, we have a, what's called the executive committee, and uh, that is a, a group of youth ministers that help us in putting together the uh, devotionals 
and uh, the mixer games and um, help us to compile and put together our teams and, and what they do. And we appreciate that group. They've been with us. Um, we've had an executive committee for, I guess, the majority of the time we've had this board. I guess if we're 20 years old, I'd say 15 years we've had an executive committee. Wouldn't you, think, wouldn't you say? Because um, I came in on the executive committee. Um, I think Gary Gear was like the first year we started. Was it really? Wow. Okay. Well, then it's 17 years. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we, we added three guys to that. Um, we added um, – well, actually, we, we added – two guys to that um and one is um uh who was one we have two um i i'm gonna blank you man me to pay attention I, some of those parts of the what am i thinking what am i thinking um uh sam welch is, is now on the yeah. committee uh working there with jeremy high note um he needed a little help out there, you know. So, yeah. so we do that, and we did there. add, and we did add some to the board. Um, we did, but so far as the exec committee, though, that, that was that, that one. Yeah, I can't remember the other one. Oh man, you gotta be kidding me! Well, let's go to him. Look, uh, yeah, Sam is there, and then oh my goodness, yeah, um, Jay Hall, my goodness, Fishhook, yeah, I love that guy. Um, Jay Hall, the youth minister at the Central Church in uh, Tuscaloosa, he's he was added as well, and so um, that is a thing. But to our board, we added three guys. Uh, of course, we have Dennis Washington, who is on this, um, and then uh, we have, of course, John Podine. Uh, we have Paul Sperlin, John Jenkins, trying to retire for a long and time, Jeremy Hino, Daniel Carrington, Veronica Connolly, Brennan Chance. But we also added Will Tucker, who is going to be um, working um, with uh, Brendan on the uh, teams, and he will continue to work with the executive committee and team packets and things like that. So that's Will Tucker. And then Phil Baus um, will also be uh, is added. He'll be, he's the guy that is the contact for vendors. And that's actually a good thing. If you would like to be a vendor at Exposure Youth Camp, you want a table, you want a commercial, you want to promote your um, Christian entity to a certain degree, contact Phil. There is a, a list of, of schools and, and um, um, you know, I guess working groups that we would love to have part of that, but uh, contact Phil and, uh, and he will get you in on that. And then Heath Stripling is uh, working with uh, Dennis on the uh, production and video and audio and things like that. So so some, some great guys that we've added um, to um, youth us up a little bit, I think, so to speak. Right, John? Can I retire? I, I, before this happened, I was the only standing um, or sitting uh, youth minister on the board. Because so you're so special. We made we made some changes there. So yeah. So we hope that you're excited about exposure this year. Um, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact uh, Paul or myself, <clears throat> but Paul mainly. Uh, don't hesitate to call Paul and to ask him <laughs> any questions that you may have. If you text me, I, I may respond in like a couple of weeks. We didn't even do this. What are you doing? That's what we did. Oh, we forgot to do that. We forgot to do that. And the theme is journey, so prepare that for that. Uh oh, it paused. It froze. Oh, it's not good. Not good, but we're still here, folks. Lost connection with me, though. Oh, that's nice. You know what? No. Uh-oh. So we're gonna start over at the end of the show. Uh, it, it this thing just switched to. Hold on, I think it's still on. Talk shoe is happening. Yeah, that's good. Your Wi-Fi switched all of a sudden for some odd reason. That's that makes sense because all of my my um yeah electronic stuff is going crazy right now. Um, oh, there we're back on. Yeah. Okay. Good. Sorry about that. So as I was saying, we're um, getting into that million dollar giveaway and I, I wish you had that information to be able to do that so all right um let's transition into some other um, things discussed by the way again um uh, there is some contact information on the website for exposure if you have any questions do that yep uh, register, register until december 3rd after december 3rd you cannot register so make that happen yeah definitely do that and uh get get that in uh <laughs> college football john oh 
was last week a crazy week of college football? I know everybody's been waiting to talk about this because we weren't here Monday because no. we were gone. Yes. Uh, we were going to try to do one live, and we got busy with all these other meetings. So sorry. Could you? I mean, last week you, we talked about it. We said we actually Saturday. called it. We called every game. We called every game. What a day! What a day! Uh, yeah, you're not kidding. Uh, man, we should have those, those lists. Um, what happened? Um, we said that Notre Dame would beat um, would not beat um, Miami, Miami, but we didn't expect we didn't expect Miami to yeah. put a whooping on them, but they did. Yeah. We knew that um, Mississippi State would give Alabama. I did not. I thought, well, we did. You did. I I thought that okay. Alabama would blow them out, um, but um, but the um, decimation of their middle linebackers have shown their weakness. It has. And we'll talk more about that in just a little bit. We also talked about uh, – we did pick Bama to win, so that, that, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. We also thought that Auburn would beat Georgia at home because they're at home. But did we expect them to beat down Georgia? We did not expect that. I think two and a half points were the spread. It was more of a push. and But we definitely felt like that. Um, definitely felt like that Auburn would win the game, but it's not by much. They won by much. They won. They won and have asserted themselves into being on the outside of the top four, which the top four was released on Tuesday. Uh, you and I both have two teams. Now, as far as the four teams, I don't think any of us had a problem. Five and six, we don't have Good a problem with the four teams. Where, no problem. where the, the, the order is. We said Auburn will be six. Yes. We said Wisconsin would be five. We did. We said Alabama would be number one. We did. Two through four. No. We were like, wow. No. Wow. No. Who would have ever picked? None of us in any of our talking, even the talking heads that we heard. I don't I don't remember hearing anybody pick Clemson number two. No one had Clemson number two. Didn't have it. But they did beat Auburn. It didn't matter before until Auburn beat the number one team in the nation by, yeah. what, 20, 23 yeah. points. Once that happens, I get it. Uh, it vaults them up very high. Um, you know, they still lost to Syracuse, but they beat now the number six team in the nation. Pretty good for Clemson. Yeah. Jerry's asking about Kentucky. We will talk about Kentucky later. Quickly. When they're a 21-and-a-half-point underdog to UGA. Why does he care, Roll Tide? I'm just mm-hmm. curious. I don't know. He oh, just that, said so. It's not going to be a, a pretty story, but go ahead. But uh, also, Oklahoma being number four over, you know, we brought, you know, Miami made the biggest jump. The, the question was, was Miami going to be two or was Miami going to be three, I think, in everybody's mind. Yeah. And they they stuck. I thought three. three. I thought Oklahoma would be number two. Yeah, and Baker I guess Mayfield. they were kind of shocked. And they I'm put, sure. but yet you have Clemson and um, all of this. You know, Miami. moving on up, not yeah. over over Oklahoma. Oklahoma, <laughs> like Oklahoma didn't even move. Yeah, uh, it, it was kind of it was kind of shocking um, how all that took out. But you know the beauty is Clemson and Miami got to play each other in a couple of weeks. That's going to take care of itself. It is. Look, Auburn, Alabama, they got to play each other next week in the Iron Bowl. That's going to take care of itself. Wisconsin has a game coming up uh, tomorrow that may take care of the Big Against Ten. Michigan? Yeah. The, yeah, we, we, I think we agreed. Yeah, I think we'll take care of um, the Big Ten. Um, so, you know, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, Jacob Compton asked, is Baker Mayfield going to be a good NFL quarterback? You know, it looks like he is the leader in the Heisman Trophy yeah. race. Um, I will say this. May, Mayfield has the attitude to be an NFL quarterback. I think he can. I think he's that. I think he's a smart dude. Thing um, I'm afraid of is he's going to turn into be another Johnny Manziel and kind of fizzle out. Mm, I wonder if his ego will will bother and get in the way of him. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. First of all, he's not quite the same quarterback as Manziel was. Um, but he didn't. I mean, does Baker Mayfield talk a lot now? I mean, does he like? He just seems to have a. Hey, he has a swagger, which he's got to have. Does he talk a lot? No, he doesn't do that. I mean, you know what I'm saying. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think I think that Baker Mayfield will be fine. I, I do think that he'll he'll win the Heisman. I think he'll um, win the Heisman. I don't think I'm not sure he'll go first round though in the NFL. Depends on what what the needs are out there. Yeah, and I'm not sure he will. I would say the Browns would probably pick him up as a quarterback, but they may, <laughs> they may forget to turn that paperwork. So that won't probably work. that won't happen. Probably. Uh, but last weekend also caused a lot of drama in other things. Um, it did we need to? This is where we need to cue uh, in sync and go. Pop, pop, pop. I need to sleep. Um, Butch Jones finally got the boot. We've been waiting for that to come. We said if they lost to Missouri, that it would probably happen. Did they lose to Missouri? Yes. Did they lose bad to Missouri? 
Yes. Is Butch John Jones gone? Bye bye, Butch. Yes. Hello, groomers. <laughs> <laughs> Paul calls me yesterday and it's like, Have you heard of the groomers? I'm like, the, the groomers? What, are you taking your dog somewhere? Poor Podi. I'm like, what? What's he's not up on the scene. What are you talking about? He's not up on the scene. And then he was telling me about the rumors. Rumors. The, the grooming rumor. Let me tell you something. Yeah. He is one person that is not knocking down the rumors. He's never said, I'm not going to do that. In fact, in fact, on a talk show um, just yesterday, uh, he was asked about the Seattle game. He's going to Seattle to call that game this next week. And um, and um, the, and he referenced that the person he was speaking to said, "I heard you're going to Knoxville." He said, "Knoxville, that's a good town." Rocky Top, I love that song. That is his words exactly. And that may be the song I hate the worst of all the songs I yeah. hear in Rocky Top. No doubt. Who hates Tennessee the most, Alabama or Florida? Alabama. Yeah. I think Alabama does. I think it's close. It's a close one too. Yeah, Florida. We just we've beaten them for the last. 17 years in a row, and uh, you stopped hating them because you, you, I mean, you have owned them yeah. anymore. But man, um, I can't stand. I still can't stand when you know, um, you know, them playing. You know, T. Martin's directing Rocky Top or Peyton Manning's trying. Well, to the problem Rocky is Top. they even play it on a field goal. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> we got a first down, Rocky Top. Oh no, are you kidding? Poor, Completed poor pass. Guy. They don't get opportunities to play very often. <laughs> Give them their Rocky Top. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they only gained six yards. Rocky Top, will we only had three sacks today instead of ten. This is funny. Oh, this is funny. Jerry Otis said they put a camera up at the airport to see if he was flying in for hours. Jerry, they've also done that. I saw a a a camera at the University of Florida that at the airport in Gainesville. There's trees all around it. You can see it, and they're zooming in on the plane. And on, and on the University of Florida airplane that comes in there and seeing who is getting off of it. That's true. I was like, are you kidding me? Are we that crazy now, Paul, that we've got to do this? That crazy? We are. Good so night. you have Tennessee, and, and here's the deal. Everybody's saying there's no way Gruden will go. They can't afford him. They can't afford him. Maybe he wants to retire. Maybe he thinks this is the way to slow down a little bit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yes, I yeah, do. You know what I mean? He can call yeah. me. Um, so, so there's that. Um, and there's, oh, he can't, he can't recruit. He can't recruit. Do you know John Gruden? Do you know the kind of drive this guy has? Is this something he wants to do? He's going to do it. And you know what he's going to do? He seems like the type that would love to throw Saban right off the throne. Uh, absolutely. Now I mean, that, that's his absolutely. motivation. My thing would be with Gruden, has he ever coached college football? I don't – he's always been an NFL guy, right? I don't think he has. That's my concern more than anything else about John Gruden. Because even when John Gruden's up for a Florida job, and we always hear his name going through that. Develop your quarterbacks, boy. I'm telling you. Hey, we'll develop those quarterbacks. I just – if it's just for one year, give us one year of, of entertainment. The recruiting the recruiting thing is is the biggest – It is. I think. It is. With all that. Um, but it's alive and well. It's going. He's not the only one that went bye-bye. Tennessee, first of all, Tennessee officials are not saying no. They're not. Gruden. They're not saying no. That's not. No. They're not saying that at all. Do you hear any of the names coming up for the Tennessee job? Absolutely not. Really. Not, not really. The only one that's being mentioned. I've heard um, Mullen maybe, but but Gruden's. I was told Gruden is the number one choice. Of course, why wouldn't he be? Yeah. I think, see what I, he does. I think Mullen will be number. He can't two. do any worse. He definitely can't me? do any worse. Yeah. Stop saying but he's you, not a good. Coach. You're right. So let's go to the next one. But do you lose? Do you lose a cushy job like that? He technically doesn't even have to work. That is the thing. I know. He flies here and flies there and just talks football. That's it. And then he, and he goes, gets to watch every Monday night football game. There is. He's got that pop-up thing. Yeah. 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 Jerry said he has assistant jobs. His NFL record is barely above 50%. Rocky time! <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't see that exact same thing and all of that. Bring him on. Uh, so it'll be interesting right. to see what happens yeah. up there in Tennessee. He's not the only one that said bye-bye. Jeff Long, the athletic director and current chairman of the college football playoff. He didn't uh, say committee. bye-bye. They said bye-bye to him. He's been going bye-bye to Arkansas, which yep. everybody seems to say means Brett Bielema is out the door Later. at at uh, Arkansas. So and, of course, everybody is already um, talking about Malzahn. Malzahn. Wanting to come back to Arkansas. The Arkansas faithful have just become Bama fans. Roll Tide. 
Oh, my word. I mean, seriously, because if Alabama beats Auburn, Malzahn's gone. Mm. Not necessarily because Auburn wants him gone, but because it's just not he's not going to get good looks. Malzahn you know definitely saved his job last Saturday. He did, he did. But his wife, I believe, my understanding is from uh, Little Rock, and she wants to go home. And let's just face it, if they get nine to ten wins a year, they're fine. And let's I mean, face it, that's where that is where he got his start. Because remember, yeah. he was a high school coach, and then was it Petrino was out in Arkansas or something, and, yeah. and went and got him. Yeah. Let's face it, he wanted him because he owns high school football in Arkansas. Now I can actually see that happening. I absolutely can see Malzahn comfortable uh, for a ditching, long time ditching um, Auburn to head back to Arkansas. Yeah, so that's also possible. Um, so that's one, two, possibly three openings in the SEC. Yeah, um, let's go for number four, John. What's number four? It actually was the first, and that was Florida. That was Florida. Rumors are um, supposedly that Chip Kelly was supposed to be signed today, but Paul says no. It will not be Chip Kelly. And why? Because the old ball coach says no. He says says that um, uh, Florida's next coach is still coaching, so you would assume they're going to go to uh, UCF and And grab Scott Frost. Yep. I can see that actually taking place. And and I don't know. I still got my feelings up and down. Let's face it. Chip Kelly coming to Florida and a Grudem went to Tennessee. I'd love to see that. Wow. Wouldn't that just uh, – finally, Funny. I think Saban would have some competition Yeah. Um, to be able to go for some of the coaches. And I think Chip Kelly would do a good job at Florida. Mm-hmm. I think he's not going to be there if he was to come. I think he's only there three years, and he is out going to the NFL. And then all yeah. then we start this all over again. True. Um, but as you're saying, rumors have it that no, it's not Kelly. That uh, Spurrier is saying it is a coach that is currently coaching right now, and Fitzgerald knows that. He knows that Chip Kelly's temporary. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, and that's that's the name of the uh, AD, right? No, Scott Strickland. Strickland, my bad. Yeah, Fitzgerald, my bad. Strickland, yeah. Larry Fitzgerald, former <laughs> NFL receiver. Uh, oh, okay. Well, let's get to the games here. Well, first, let me do this. There is some drama in the NFL. That may not be the last opening there. No, it's not. Texas in A&M. fact, Texas A&M, there are still some questions with that. Um, Mark Stoops did get an extension up there in Kentucky, so he is he is sitting in there and doing well. Um, Kentucky. Even Barry Odom looks like he's he's saving his job at Missouri. I mean, they've really turned it around uh, yeah. these last few weeks. So um, even to the point of what's Ole Miss going to do? Or are they going to keep what no, they're no. doing? They're going to hire somebody. That's going to be interesting. Lane Kiffin. Oh, my word. I think it will be Lane Kiffin. I think Lane would do anything to get back in the SEC. I don't want Lane in the SEC. You get paid more? Yeah. More um, footage? Uh, more exposure? Listen no to pun his, intended. Listen to his mouth. It's going to be awesome. He gives us another reason just to want to beat down Ole Miss. Yeah. The land sharks. All right, games this week coming up. Paul, there's not really anything. There's one top 25 matchup. Garbage. And that's Michigan versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a seven-and-a-half-point underdog or a seven-and-a-half-point favorite to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably would have thought more with Michigan, but that also shows that people don't – Vegas does not have much confidence in Wisconsin whatsoever. I'm sorry, that's at home for Wisconsin, and they're only a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Some people say, well, it's Michigan. No, Michigan is not Michigan. Michigan, without their quarterback and, and some of the issues they're having – and only a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, what say you, Paul? I think Michigan finds a way. I, I think they find man, a way. I sure hope they do. Um, I'd, I'd like to see them find a way. That would be kind of cool. Although, is, is Harbaugh the, the top? He's not um, – no coach is this way. No coach is like, you know what, let's let's play a vanilla game. Let them be just – they can go to the final four. I think Jim Harbaugh will just, just take it down. And Well, let me ask you this. You know, next weekend is Michigan-Ohio State. Um, coming up. That's always a big game. It's Michigan's probably biggest game of the year. Could this game be their Super Bowl, though, to see if they can knock Wisconsin out of this discussion for the college football playoffs? I think every game is a Super Bowl to, to Harbaugh. And that's probably you know, true. I think every game is important to him, and uh, and this would be good for them to, to be to involve them higher uh, and, and possibly get a better, a better um, bowl game. That bowl game will be a big thing, and also helping in recruiting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they're gonna knock them off. The next game I liked it. Um, you're gonna bring it up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, it is uh, Navy going up against Notre Dame? Yeah. It's a 18 point spread on that to the uh, to uh, the Fighting Irish side there. Um, I do not think that Notre Dame covers that. I don't either. Did they ever show you anything last week? And my, and look, don't uh-huh. knock Navy. Navy is a good team. Yeah. 
I don't think I don't think Notre, scrappy, Notre Dame's sure. an eighteen point favorite over Notre yeah. Dame. I, they didn't show anything on offense to sit back and make me think they can put up and get an eighteen point love, spread on Notre Dame. Love, love to see the midshipmen win that game. That'd that would be, be, that'd be so amazing. Awesome. I think Notre Dame wins. I don't think they cover. No, they don't cover. They'll probably win, but that's where we are with that. Yeah. Um, got some other games, uh, a couple games curious about Kentucky versus UGA. How will how will Georgia bounce back? I don't understand why UAB is on the board. We've got, we got to put – because it's probably one of the – Because you like UAB. I do like you. Oh, no. Um, Kentucky Maybe. versus UGA. I'm curious with this because Kentucky – is Kentucky really a 21-and-a-half point – Un, you know, Georgia, Georgia. Georgia is mad. They want to get their their um, punches in, but and this may be kind of a, a crazy pick here. I don't think I don't think Georgia covers that either. I don't think they do either. Twenty one and a half points. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they do. It has to go down. Well, they're at home. I get that. So, eh, Kentucky's still a good team. But they're good. They're not. Bad. They're not a bad team. No. They're not Vanderbilt. I think about what South Carolina did, and is Kentucky that much worse than South Carolina? I, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so either. No. I think and they're so, very close. I, th- I do think UGA wins, but Kentucky um, gets the, in the points. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't no, think they cover. Yeah, they don't cover. We got three other games. Um, hardly <laughs> three other games that are hardly here. Bama versus Mercer. There's not even a. Is point. that an eleven o'clock? Is that eleven o'clock I game? Don't remember. Nine thirty a.m. Garbage. Uh, Garbage. It's an off week for Bama. But Bama needs these defensive these linebackers to get this practice. Where where I saw Bama's issue last week has nothing to do with talent. Has everything to do with playing and experience and getting out of their gaps. It's two weeks of Rashad Evans being able to play the position that he's now having to play, and, yeah. um, and yeah. without hands right next to him. So they need. This is a glorified practice scrimmage, mm-hmm. which they need. They do. To get ready for Auburn next week. No preparation for for Mercer. You should know that. Yeah, everything no prepared toward Auburn. And Auburn the same for ULM. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you do got uh, Florida UAB. Florida's only a 10.5-point favorite. 36.5 points for Auburn ULM. Yeah, man. I don't think they cover necessarily, though. I don't, think, I don't think Auburn They're going to put some that. numbers on there, but I don't know. I think Auburn tries to control the clock, run the clock. I think you're gonna see a lot of running. Keep this clock moving. Get the game over with. Keep get people not spring, not game. being hurt, so they can get and start and and finish for Bama. Very vanilla. It'll be a spring game. Yes. I, I don't think Auburn gets covers 36 and a half no. points actually. No, no. So I, I'm curious to see will what Florida team will show up. The over, under over the discussion of that game, Florida UAB is how many Florida fans will actually be in the stadium. <clears throat> is fifty thousand your your set number? Uh, let's put it this way: over or under fifty thousand. I'm gonna say over because people that don't usually get tickets, they'll go. They'll go. Yeah, I mean that's just the way it is. It's a swamp. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Interesting weekend coming up. Um, we hope everybody. The Gators. Gators are like the Cubs fans. You can stick it up all you want to. We're still going to support you. Uh, that's a good thing, though. Yeah, it, it, I'll tell you this: if they had not shown any fight. In last week's game, you would have seen a major backlash. Yeah. But they fought, and so you think you're going to see the Gator fans show up and reward them yeah. by cheering them on. So yeah. that'll be good. Well, Paul? Well, didn't oh, we, did we have somebody had a prediction on the Iron Bowl? What, oh, John Gordon had a prediction on the Iron Bowl. He said it's 55 to 10. What? John, for real? Yeah, that's what he said. Dude, there ain't no way. Is he messing? Is he just messing with people? I don't know. I assume he's picking Bama. Oh, Brandon Edwards asked this question. Has there been a more disappointing team this year than FSU? I know what you're going to say. Florida. Well, here, let me say this. Let, let me say this. As far as disappointing team with the talent that should have been able to do it, probably FSU. Florida is now playing tomorrow. They start tomorrow's game with 51 scholarship players. That is down 34 from what you're allowed. That's less than an NFL football team. That is crazy. Um, NFL football team. So, <laughs> I, yeah, am I disappointed in Florida? Yes. Don't get me wrong. Florida State has had some injuries, but they don't have 30, point, 30 scholarship players missing. Here's the deal. Um, Florida's missing 35 players. Mm-hmm. Florida State's only missing one. When you think about it. Mm-hmm. How would Francois, how would have, um, FSU done through the year if they'd had their quarterback? I'm, I would love to know. 
can can one player make that? Would would they have won some games? Yes, but it almost wonders would they be in the national championship picture? I I don't know. I don't think so. Look at what happened up at Boston College. Well, even with him there, Bama handled him pretty well. I mean, they didn't blow him out. No. What was it, 23 to 3? Yeah. Something like that at the half. Um, and I think that ended up the score. Maybe they got a touchdown. But, um, yeah, uh, I think Clemson definitely would have beat him there on their schedule. The question is for Miami my, would have beat him. For the FSU fans that I want to ask is, is or how do you feel about Jimbo? Jimbo's not throwing the ball. I mean, he's coaching, but. This this comes down to prep, and and having your second string ready if you need them. Well, and no team and no coach. coach you're right. That's what it comes down to. But, but no team, and, and I'm a little biased. No team, no coach, prepares a team like Nick Saban because he's playing nothing but freshmen. And I'm telling you right now, as good as you think Bama may be this year, they're going to be twice as good next year because all of these freshmen that are playing are going to be sophomores with experience, and your sophomore quarterback will be a, will be a junior ready to go next year. Will be. Um, Alabama, mm-hmm. roll tide. It'll be lit. Well, and Brandon sits in here and he says he still loves Jimbo. And 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 the thing he's a good coach. And the thing you stuck with too, and I agree with this that was mentioned is who else is out there? Yeah, who else is out there um, that you're going to want to get? I mean, that's some of the same problems that um, some of our current teams are having right now with all of this. Is yeah. is what? Who do you bring in there? Oh, Ralph Gilmore joined us. What? <laughs> Shout out. What's up? Uh-huh. Love that guy. I guess he's talking about Tennessee fans. We are just annoying part of the time, whereas you are a professional. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about you, by, by the way, Brother Ralph. We talked about what a wonderful teacher you were. We can't wait for you to come to Exposure. So thanks for stopping in. Our our show just found its, its uh, sense of legitimacy because Ralph Gilmore's around. I know. I, I That's great, man. I don't even know what to say. I'm I'm like... Speaking. I'm talking all the time because I'm just so nervous because he's so awkward. <laughs> he is. He's like one of my heroes. Oh, man. Dr. Ralph. Well, we'll be interested to see what kind of happens this this weekend in college football. Hopefully, you don't have these big teams going down. Hopefully, you get, don't see anybody get hurt. I'd love to see the Alabama-Auburn game to be people coming back, and I just want to <laughs> see that Iron Bowl. I imagine Jordan Harris is going to be crazy next Saturday. Never crazier. I don't. I don't know of an Iron Bowl that meant more than this one. At least not in the last few years. I mean, definitely not. I would say not in the last ten years. It, I mean, seriously, it's um. Oh, Jeff Jenkins doing this. Game. You win your end, Jeff. Jeff Jenkins. I love Jeff. Awesome. That's a good people. I know. Roll Tide makes me feel good. Yeah, it makes for a good day. It really does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> oh man. See, I was going to say something awesome about uh, the game. The game coming up. Oh. D- don't think it's Malzahn versus um, Saban because no, what's happening absolutely is not. we have players who are going to be who have been playing well this year, but they are going to be up for the Iron Bowl. And the difference is, are they going to play tight or loose? And and obviously, so far, I'm just saying Auburn has been playing loose and, and jumping around, yep. dancing around, and and um, Alabama looked a little tight edge. last week. They have the edge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, hey, hey, let me tell you something. Um, um, Vegas has them by just two and a half. I'm is that what it is? Yeah. Let me tell you something. The the For student Bama. section, I know at Auburn, they they are pumped. In fact, because Caitlin, them, they're already talking about they're coming back on Friday, you know, mm-hmm. and getting ready and everything for that game, and it's going to be crazy. It's already crazy where you have you have a what I think there was an argument in South Alabama. One was an Alabama fan, one was an Auburn fan, and one killed the other one because of the game. Already starting yeah, arguing about it. It's crazy time, uh, but. But uh, Charles Barkley and and Jalen Hurts has a wager. Do they really? The wager is this. You figure what it is. It's about a jersey. Okay. If Bama wins, then Charles Barkley has to wear an Alabama jersey, <laughs> number four. He has to wear that on set the next time he's, he's doing basketball on TNT. That's pretty funny. If, if Auburn wins, Jalen Hurts has to wear – and Auburn jersey, I believe, I think they may have said Bo Jackson, number 34, um, had to wear an Auburn jersey across campus for a full day uh, <laughs> the next school. Day. So, so high stakes. 
but you from know both what? sides. But you know what, Paul? That's the type of things, though, that's fun about this game. If, yeah. pe- if people have good attitudes sure. about it, that's what's fun about the Iron Bowl. The games like that, to be able to joke around and, and, and everybody take it in good good spirits and good, good yeah. you know, yeah. good things. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. So that being said. No, I'm not doing anything. Why not? I mean, you're going to pull for Auburn. I know you already said you are. And I think I'm going to think probably pull for Bama. So, do we want to try to go with the jersey thing? Or are you reserving that for your Florida opportunities? Well, I don't have to worry about that anymore. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> think about it. we got a week. we got a week. We can talk about it next we'll, week. We'll have, a show. we'll have a show on Monday, and that'll probably oh, be our yeah. last show of the week because Thanksgiving next weekend. But we will come back on Monday, and we'll let you know if uh, Paul and I are going to have a yeah. – have a. Uh, so, come ready for your Auburn-Alabama discussion. That's going to happen Monday at Monday Night Live. Yeah. Don't forget, we have 40,000 downloads now. 40,000 downloads for Adventures in Ministry uh, app. And that app goes from iOS, from from Apple, all the way to Android, but also the um, Apple TV. Um, we've had uh, near 3,000 downloads just over the past couple of months. What's going on with Apple TV right now? But anyway, um, that's cool. It's something you can have in your youth rooms and use for your songs and everything like that. I don't have Apple TV. But anyway, uh, for John Podon, I am Paul Sperlin. This has been the John and Paul Show, brought to you by AdventuresInMinistry.com. Thanks for being here. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. God bless. Love you. See you Monday. Will Superman arrive? We will see.